Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's everyone's favorite time of the year. Christmas? Oh, no, no, not Christmas. College football season, baby. And to celebrate, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app is putting... New players in the center of the action with $200 in free bets instantly if you bet $1 or more on any college football game. Any. And there are a lot coming to your eyeballs soon. So take advantage of this limited time offer now. You heard right. DraftKings is giving new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more on any college football game no matter what. So... Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now to check out all of the great promotions and daily odds boosts that they are offering. DraftKings Sportsbook is safe, secure, reliable, located right here in the U.S. of A. So it's easy So it's easy to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR, DNVR to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any college football game. Again, code DNVR to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gotta be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, haha, hello, welcome to That's Good Broncos, a football podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Perna, here with your other host, Will Keys. Today's episode brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. So use code DNVR when you sign up to take advantage of all of DraftKings offers and benchwarmerbrew.com, my personal coffee company. Um, it is my coffee company and on the bench warmer Instagram, I posted a, a photo this morning. So I was having the bench warmer, my brand, the backup blend. I pay for three bags to be shipped to me every month. Um, just so I always have it one, I drink it every day. And then in case I ever need to like promo it, I'm never out of bags. Well, we added five points. We added urinating tree. And uh, I was like, I want one of each blend because they're all really fucking good. Uh, that's not even just a promo. It's like, I just like to change up the coffee now. And somehow when I changed up the order, I doubled it. So instead of three bags, like I usually get, I got six bags of coffee. I was like, how stupid are you that you can't even correctly order a an appropriate amount of coffee through your own <laughs> coffee company. Um, and that I just got the copy this morning. I was like, why the fuck are there six? I was like, Oh, you, you messed up. Anyway, I bring that up because right before the show, Will and I were talking about uh, whether or not he should have tweeted something on the bench warmer account. 
So Will does, I'd say like 90, 95% of the bench warmer tweets now. Uh, I was doing a lot more early. I'll get back in there as football gets going. And just so everybody knows, anytime I retweet a bench warmer tweet, it's because I think whatever Will tweeted was really funny. It's not just like trying or, to promote yeah. it. On the same token, people think you're liking your own tweet when I like one of your tweets from the bench warmer account. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really, but in reality, I use my my personal account to like tweets from the Benchwarmer account. See if they get a little bit of traction. <laughs> like every Will Keys guy is great. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we were talking about that right before we went on the podcast because, uh, I was telling Will of a joke that I thought was funny. We could use in an episode about Mac Jones. He finally lost the forty pounds the Patriots demanded. And that was enough for him to get down to number 10 so he could wear it. And Will was like, that'd be really funny if NFL teams made like players who didn't show up at weight do that, where they had to wear a jersey number that wasn't theirs with the goal to get down to the weight to wear their, their jersey number. And what were you thinking about tweeting from Vince uh, yeah. Warner, but decided against it? Yeah, wisely decided against tweeting this, but there's a headline that said uh, Jordan Matthews puts on 25 pounds uh, to switch to tight end. And then I, I was, I wanted to post Kelvin Benjamin loses 25 pounds to switch to tight end. Right. And it would it would have been good. It would have been a funny joke. Um, but on it was it on brand? No. Is it what you want to hear from your coffee? company your coffee provider probably not no i mean like we could lean into it and be like bench warmer brew help you shit away all your pound extra pounds every morning like that'd be a way to do it but i was like that was probably a good call like i don't mind tweeting that you tweet it will like that's fine and i think obviously the main point is there like i don't want our business account being accused of body shaming like that's no. the worry there. It's the last. But thing like, you want. I'm not worried about somebody accusing me of body shaming, in terms of a professional athlete. And I think this is where the loophole is. Like, if you're a professional athlete, you're getting paid to be in shape. So like, if you come to camp or whatever, and you're not in shape, it's fair to criticize that athlete because they're not properly preparing for their job. So I think there's a loophole there where you can have a little fun with it and you're not just being totally mean spirited. Yeah. I mean, your, your weight is listed. Your height and weight is listed on the internet. Yeah. Wait, wait, no, that's HIPAA. That's, that's HIPAA. HIPAA. That's right. I forgot about that. Did, did you watch, um, you watched episode one of hard knocks, right? I watched 84. 5% of it. I legit fell asleep during hard knocks, not because like I was super bored, but because I played in the, uh, we did the charity golf tournament Tuesday. Right. So I had to be up at, like, I had to be there before seven and I'm usually up at like five fifty six AM because that's when the baby wake up, wakes up now. So I'm used to getting up early, but it just happened to be a night where, I was up for a good three hours in the middle of the night. The air conditioner stopped working. The baby started freaking out. Like it's like just everything went wrong. I was like, fuck the one night I really wanted a lot of sleep, but Jess loves hard knocks. So we put it on. She fell asleep. Like after 10 minutes, uh, she asked if Zeke Elliott was Jerry Rice, <laughs> which 
I thought was like the most innocent, funny, incorrect question. Is that Jerry Rice? It's like, no. <laughs> I, and I laughed very hard for a while. Um, and then I like, you know, like you're watching a show and your eyes start doing this. Oh, yeah. That was, that was me last night. Yeah. Just fell asleep during it. And, you know, you wake up like an hour later, like, oh, what happened? And it's just like the Hard Knocks HBO Max screen on TV. It's like, oh, shit, you fell asleep. Anyway, but yes, I watched it. Okay, good. I um, saw Jerry Jones salting up that. Uh, Jess saw that, too. And she's like, he, why the fuck is he putting he, salt on that? Everybody's like, he's, you know, he's going to die if he keeps doing that. And I think he might die eventually just taking a bite out of, like, mid-bite. I think that'll kill him. If he does that anymore at his age, I, I just, he's not looking well right now. He looked, he, he looked heavier. Um, but also maybe the salt's preserving him. Maybe at a certain yeah, age, be, the salt like, preserves. It could be mummifying him <laughs> like while he's alive. Yeah. It might just be, he might be preparing for the afterlife. Yeah. You, this is morbid, but like, so the, there was a, we'll get to the, we've got a bunch of Broncos new stuff. We're going <laughs> to talk about Broncos Vikings. I swear to God, we're going to get to it. Skip ahead. If you really need to, if you need to, um, but all right. So there was like the headline a few weeks ago that Jerry Jones said, you know, he would do anything known to man to win another Super Bowl, Right. Yeah. And that was like all we kind of knew. Like I didn't watch the, the whole press conference of Jerry Jones there. Um, it was like two hours. So. Yeah, but then Hard Knocks plays kind of what he says before and after that gives you a little bit more context. And like Jerry Jones got emotional. He's like tearing up, talking about the Cowboys. And my thought when he was doing that was like, this is a guy who knows he doesn't have a lot of fucking time left. And it's making him really sad that the Cowboys haven't gotten back to the Super Bowl, um, you know, since the 90s. And in my head, I was like, maybe he knows he doesn't just doesn't have a lot of time left on this earth. I mean, so he's in his 80s. It's fair. You assume that when you get that age. But yeah. that was my legit thought when I was watching that. When I saw him crying, I was like, oh, I don't think that's good. I, I think he's got like I think he's been grooming a Cowboys staffer. So when Jerry Jones is, you know, his physical corporeal form passes away, his brain will be extracted and he'll put it into a much younger, uh, more physically fit cowboy staffer, and he'll live on through another person. No, I don't think it's a staffer. I think that's uh, why they're keeping Maybe. Leighton Vander Esch on the roster. That could be it. I was going to say it might be the guy who cleans his glasses during games. Oh, was that his son-in-law? <laughs> God, that's so bad. I'm pretty sure that dude was his son-in-law, but I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that's probably why he let him uh, marry his daughter then. Will you clean my glasses every game? <laughs> yes. Yes, I will, sir. You may, you may have her hand in marriage. Anyways, yeah, I thought it was a um, decent episode, but uh, uninspired choice to pick the Cowboys for a third time. Yeah. Right? No, it really is. I mean, I get it. I, I get why they did it. They probably uh, they wanted some eyeballs after last season, which was just last season was one of the worst ever. Yeah, in my opinion. It was, 
There was nothing. Like there's just it was because what hard knocks is what 40 is it a half hour or 40 minutes? It's like 50 minutes. So it's like yeah, so it's like an hour. Last year they basically had a 20 minute show that they had to stretch yeah. to 50 minutes. Right. Yeah. And it's weird how like hard knocks has changed too. It feels like they spend their time with the guys we already kind of think we know, like they're covering Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott and Micah Parsons in the last episode. Yeah. And I feel like when hard knocks is really good, it's all about covering kind of the fringe guys on the roster and we get attached to guys and we, you know, we're going to find out if they make the team or not. And yeah. that's where people kind of get hooked onto the show and we kind of fall in love with the human drama um, that you get with an NFL training camp. And I just don't think that's like a part of the show anymore. And it, it's a little disappointing, um, but you know, it's, it's okay. It is what it is at this point. You know what you're getting and there's no surprises anymore. Yeah, I will say the one thing I thought works is doing hard knocks on one of the teams that has the Hall of Fame game because you get yeah. that preseason game action in the first episode. You usually have to wait until the second episode uh, because the team hasn't played it. And I was like, that's maybe the only benefit of the Hall of Fame game. Uh, even though yeah, the Hall of Fame game had like crazy viewing numbers like seven and a half million people were watching it was like more than their people were watching the olympics or some shit <laughs> like, yeah, yeah the olympics that come around every four years yeah we haven't seen in five years this time yeah. uh and they're, they're like, yeah we need to see Najee harris get three carries <laughs> he had more than that but uh yeah exactly um okay well for Broncos, they're playing the Vikings on Saturday. Will and I will be live streaming Broncos preseason action. Um, tune in or else. Tune in on That's Good Sports to see the play-by-play, whatever you want to call it. Uh, so Will and I want to talk about things we're looking, Broncos things we're looking forward to this preseason. Uh, I wanted to, before we get into the five things, uh that we're really looking forward to seeing i want to talk about jerry judy for a second because there was yes. a bunch of clips of him like torching vikings defenders from training camp i retweeted one where i was genuinely just impressed like mm -hmm. we've made fun of like the off-season coverage of jerry judy a little bit because it's starting in june it's all the hype videos of his route running and it's like when you're kind of starved for football, you're like, all right, all right, it's getting you excited. But when you're practicing against a different team, I think there's a little, a little more weight there. And so Jerry, like, I don't know who was, who was covering him as a Vikings defender. Jerry gets the beat on him and gets a step ahead of him right away. And even when he's already beat the defender, he still does, he does one more stutter step. This is after he's beat him. He does a stutter step and the defender bit on the stutter step. Yeah. Letting Jerry Judy get even more open. And I was just like, fuck, that is like, 
as Broncos fans, we've been talking about his great route running, even last year when he's having drop issues, right? It's like, he's still a great route runner. But like, to me, that was just like the perfect example of how good of a route runner he is because like you can look at that and you don't have to know a ton about football and you can see like, oh, that guy got smoked. But then if you know a little bit about football, you're like, he did something that I think only like pros do when they are so honed in on their craft that even after they beat their man, they're still going to do their thing. And it, the results were better because of it. So I just want to talk about that. I'm getting super excited about Jerry Judy. And I thought that would be a good way to sort of preface the five things we're yes. looking forward on the Broncos. Um, although you guys should all be looking forward to DraftKings Sportsbook. Got him. Yes. Everyone's favorite time of the year is right around the corner. College football season. And to celebrate DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app is putting new players in the center of the action with $200 in free bets instantly if you bet $1 or more on any college football game. So you can take advantage of that offer right now. Will, are there any college games that you're excited for coming up soon? Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing uh, Nevada, my my school, play the University of California, Berkeley. On, you going live? Yeah, I'm going to the game. I think it's like September 3rd or 4th, whatever that Saturday is. Uh, really excited for that one. Sweet. So if you want to bet on the game, Will is attending. You can do it through DraftKings because they're giving all new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more on any college football game, no matter what. So head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now to check out all of their promotions, daily odds, odds boosts, and everything DraftKings has to offer. You got to use code DNBR to receive the $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any college football game. That's code DNVR to get your $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook. Got to be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Five players, Will. Five players. Broncos. What do we? What do you want to kick it off with? Yeah, well, I've got three players, and then I've got two kind of like ideas, concepts, okay, situations. Uh, I'm gonna kick it off though with a few players. Gonna go a little bit off the board to start and say Kendall Hinton as a wide receiver. I think everybody's rooting for him. I yeah. think if Hard Knocks had done the Broncos, he would be the guy, perfect guy to yeah. follow around. That's a He's great a point. Perfect human interest story. They should have done that. Uh, go to hell, HBO, for not thinking about that ahead of time. I should be a producer over there. Um, <laughs> but apparently he's been really, really good in camp. And, you know, people forget that he is a wide receiver who played quarterback and defensive back last year. Uh, and so I, I think we're all looking forward to him competing on a really, really tough position group. Yeah. Crack. I heard he was running with the ones yesterday. Yeah, he. Every wide receiver on this team is incredible. Like Devontrez Dukes, an undrafted free agent, was making Viking starters look stupid. 
uh, before getting flagged for taunting, of course. Thank God. Oh my God. We can talk about taunting in a minute if we want. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, Kendall Hinton, I think, deserves a a, a really good shot. And I think he's going to impress some people. And if he doesn't make the Broncos roster practice squad, um, I think someone will will take note and and give him a shot. And at this point, I just want to see him um, get a shot somewhere. Yeah, that would be uh, the ideal situation for Hinton. He's like a guy who, like, if you you go in and play quarterback with no time to uh, prepare, you deserve at least two years guaranteed security in the NFL. Yeah, no, he deserves Just for how like scary a, that had to have been. Yeah, he deserves like a desk job with the organization for the rest of his life. <laughs> Yeah. So like right now, okay. Hinton is listed like fourth on the depth chart. You've got Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, Tyree Cleveland, then Kendall Hinton on one side. The other side, it's Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, uh, Deontay Spencer and Trinity Benson. Um, and everyone, yeah, Trinity Benson too. Everybody's talking about how good he's been. Yeah. It's tough because like, Deontay Spencer, of course, you use uh, on punt returns. Mm-hmm. He was the first guy in several years that just proved he could catch the football. So uh, that was nice. And he's explosive. Um, man, that is – it's like how many receivers did they keep last year? Seven? Six, seven? Uh, well, they all got injured. But you had Patrick, Judy, Hamler – Spencer Sutton and Sean Hamilton Hamilton was yes. Tyree Cleveland and Cleveland so I think that's six yeah. man it's they gonna be really like hard for Fred Brown or someone too yeah oh and they like uh DeMornay Pearson L uh they had him doing uh punt return work when I was there watching practice um, so yeah, that's man. I hope Hinton is able to make the roster, but Tyree Cleveland could be good. Uh, yeah, you're they're just there's so much depth there, so much depth. There's, and yeah, it, why aren't the Saints just like offering picks for like I don't know, they they're don't probably just waiting for yeah, that's a good point. Honestly, they're waiting for whoever we cut, I'm sure. Yeah, and they're gonna they're... do some waiver wire pickups there. Yeah, I mean, whoever we cut is immediately the uh, number one wide receiver on the Saints depth chart. (laughs) Kind of true. Um, Yeah, I think it's we should also keep in mind the Vikings secondary was atrocious last year. Just (laughs) awful, which happens when you let like two or three of your corners go in a single offseason. Yeah, and they they let, um, what's his name, yo? The rookie from last year. The rookie? from a year ago the guy who got uh charged with assault oh um i should know his name oh yeah they just had to cut him yeah that gladney, guy jeff gladney yes yes and they let uh harrison smith walk this offseason they've they signed uh, patrick anthony harris anthony harris sorry um and they signed patrick peterson so Peterson's good, but you know, he's getting older. It's just like, I don't, 
I think the preseason game, Broncos receivers might look even better than they really are because the Vikings secondary fucking blows. Yeah. That, Sorry, that's Vikings fine. fans, if you're listening, but they, your secondary sucks. Yeah. You do other things well. Your wide receivers are good, dude. Secondary, very, oh, very yeah. bad. That's the thing that also sucks is Justin Jefferson's injured. Like you're talking about something I wanted to see was Patrick uh, Sertan covering Justin Jefferson just for a few plays, maybe, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the second uh, person I put on my list. Patrick Sertan. Good segue, Perna. Thanks. Nice going. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm excited to see him and I'm excited to see how they use him too, because yeah. Yeah. Fuller. Yeah. Darby's listed as a starter. Callahan. I think is listed as the official slot corner. I'm sure that he'll play outside until um, they, a certain package and then Darby will go outside and Callahan kicks inside. But apparently they've been using Sertan as kind of like a sub linebacker, sort of wild card robber joker position. So I want to see what that looks like. He's obviously a little more built than the rest of the corners on this roster. So yeah. Maybe he can do stuff like that. Maybe he can hit and be physical and um, could end up being sort of an Isaiah Simmons sort of role. So Yeah, exactly. Well, that's doing a their, comparison. They might not get too exotic in the preseason just to save that stuff for for week one against the Giants. But yeah. either way, we'll see Sertan out there in some capacity. And, man, he looked – that clip of him uh, – going up against the Vikings wide receiver yesterday playing perfect coverage and then knocking Troy, just knocking the ball down like it was nothing yeah Troy Rank was like hiding in the bushes taking yeah. of it shout out to Troy Rank for getting like just a great video moment there yeah uh really incredible so yeah looking forward to seeing not a hot take to say I want to see the first round pick yeah, but, what what Sertan could probably end up doing is getting a shit ton of picks as a rookie. Like, yeah. if you use him that way, where, you know, he does, like, your standard corner coverage, I don't know what percentage of the time, but a, a decent amount. But, like, if you give, like, a guy a freedom to kind of move around and play with his instincts, like, knowing he can cover because he's going to be smart enough to identify where he needs to do it, like that's a guy that's just kind of looming around where the quarterback's not going to be sure exactly where he is. And usually if you got a guy like that, they're in the right place to make picks, right? Like, yeah, you can get a lot of picks as a corner if the ball's thrown at you a lot, or if you're just in the right place at the right time. And Sertan could be both, but I think rookie season, if they do use him that way, right place, right time kind of guy. Absolutely. I think he's going to be usually rookie corners struggle pretty. Like, yeah, it's Jeff a hard Okuda quarterback, corner, tight end. I'd say like those are the three hardest positions to learn as rookies. Yeah, it feels like quarterbacks are like the learning curve seems to be quicker for them than for cornerbacks these days. Yeah, that's almost that's fair. It's kind of bizarre, um, but. Yeah, I think he's just going to get so many opportunities too with the with the guys around him. But yeah, I I would I would bet on a few a few interceptions, maybe maybe a touchdown this year. Um, but kind of going forward with that, another guy who's 
for all intents and purposes, a rookie. See, he was on IR last year. Justin Stranad. Yeah. Great <clears throat> names out there too, but uh, he's, he's been looking good from what I heard during training camp. And you, you just want to see if there's a linebacker who can really, really cover for this team and kind of hopefully neutralize some, some tight ends out there. Yeah. I think it's like, cause Ale- I think Alexander Johnson's a good linebacker. Yeah. And he's athletic enough to play in coverage, certainly more so than Josie Jewell. Not perfect, though. Um, but, like, if you get a guy next to Alexander Johnson who can do everything, then, again, you're in that exact same position where you've got the freedom to sort of do whatever you want with your linebackers. And, obviously, we saw with the Buccaneers, if you've got, like, two guys back there that can do everything – it, your defense is, has like no weakness. You got a pass rush. You got your linebackers are going to cover yeah. all the tight ends and backs coming out of the field. So if you like, if your defense has a great pass rush, an answer to that are short, quick passes, uh, which usually you can exploit against linebackers. You take that away with a good secondary. You're just able to have your will against opposing offenses. And it seems like the NFL these days neglects that third. It's the middle, but I feel like it's the third most important area now for NFL teams is the linebacker groups. Like I feel, yeah. used to be like teams would take draft that linebacker super high to get your middle linebacker. Who's going to crush and stop the run type thing. It's just like the NFL doesn't work that way anymore. Yeah, but you look at the the last two teams to make the Super Bowl out of the NFC, and in 2019, you have the 49ers, who kind of sneaky. You know, everybody was talking about Nick Bosa, but the most important player on that defense Fred was Fred Warner. Yeah, who can drop into coverage as well as anybody. You right. can run with wide receivers. Uh, and he covered up the fact that they really didn't have a lot of talent in their secondary. Yeah, they had injuries that year on top of, like, question marks yeah they're playing about your secondary they're playing like old richard sherman and akella witherspoon at corner and they made the super bowl uh with like a really good defensive effort even in that game that they lost and then obviously the bucks last year with devin white levante david two guys that are really good at coverage so it's important it it, it really makes a difference it's when we talked about this i think maybe last week or the week before but especially when you got to play travis kelsey and darren waller it's like yeah, yeah. get some guys who can slow those two dudes Seriously. down and obviously tyree kill is a problem with the chiefs but for the broncos it's it's felt like kelsey's been the thorn in our side but yeah it'd be nice if you just like the defense could carry this team and maybe a guy like Justin Stranat. And they, the Broncos were high on him before he got hurt early last year. So, yeah, they're still high on him. And if he's really good, then the Broncos are in a great situation, you know, in the offseason. Because you're not going to over have to overpay for maybe a linebacker free agent, um, yeah. which I wouldn't have mind. Was Levante David was a free agent and the Bucks re-signed him this offseason. Yeah, I was like, give me that guy. Give me that guy, but maybe Stranad can fill that. All right, next thing. Fourth thing you're looking for, Will. Yeah, this one's probably the most obvious, but the quarterback competition. What? 
I know. There is a competition. Are they having one? Position. Yeah. It's I don't know what the official score is, but um Bro. <laughs> you've got a winner and a loser. Bro, every day Vikings media say Drew Locke is better. Yeah, the Broncos media is like Teddy Bridgewater won. The Vikings media said Drew Locke won. Uh, I trust the Vikings media considering – I mean, depends on how you want to look at it, but they all know Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. And so they probably like him, and so they probably wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt, of the doubt and they decided Drew Locke won the, game, won the day, which, again, it's just like – it's so stupid. It's if, really, yeah. really – I mean, I don't want to like – you have to do it. Like if you're covering training camp every day, it's like something you just have to do. Say like who won, because that's what pe- that's all people want to know. But it's so like it's so silly. But I will say these preseason games do matter. Yeah, the training yeah. camp matters a little bit, but like this is kind of the culmination of all that, and this is where it'll be decided ultimately. These next three games. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, I think like an issue I saw on Twitter was the Broncos sinners were struggling during yeah. practice. Don't like that. <laughs> oh, what the- don't, don't matter how good your quarterback is. If you can't snap him the ball. Um, that's an issue we don't want to see. I am holding off judgment until we do watch both quarterbacks play some real action. Uh, I, th- I thought of something the other day, which I thought would be a cool video for us to do is, um, if, uh, if Peyton Manning didn't get hurt and stayed with the Colts, mm. Tebow, maybe you Tebow, you got like, you, you look at it from both the Broncos and the Colts perspective. So, um, I don't know why I thought of that. And there's definitely an angle there that made me think of it. And now I can't remember why, but. Uh... So what, or I guess that year oh, the it's... Rams would have had the number one pick. Yeah. So no Manning gets hurt, but the Colts decide yes. to stick with him. So the Colts still have oh, okay. the number one pick and it's like, they trade it. What do they get for that? What kind of team can they build around Manning and would that have been enough to get them to another Super Bowl? And then, yeah, what happens with the Broncos uh, because of that? Anyway, uh, we've talked a ton about the quarterbacks, but we'll get to watch them Saturday when we do the live stream. Yeah, like there's no more relying on other people telling yeah. you. Who can see, we can, we'll have defined opinions from game yes. action. Although not until the all 22 comes out, you and I both love to study the all 22 and that's when we'll make decisions, which apparently isn't coming out like all year or some shit. Yeah. (laughs) Like there's some, the way people talk about the all 22, uh, I feel bad for people who like legitimately rely on it to make videos and and make a living. Like I know like Brett Coleman spends like fucking days watching that shit to put yeah. together videos right like, like some is... of the beat reporters that like talk about the all 22 like you don't even know what you're looking at <laughs> shut the fuck up you have no idea what's in front of you when you're when you're watching the all 22 yeah it's just it, it's silly like we'll be able to tell like just give me the broadcast angle i'll be fine yeah <laughs> i'll tell you if the quarterback 
played well or not. Uh, it should be pretty apparent. Um, but kind of on that same token, last thing I'm looking forward to, overreaction season on Twitter. Oh, yeah, baby. That's – look. We're like, getting into it right now. We're getting into take season. Um, this is what happens when you have a, a quarterback competition too is people are going to have really strong opinions. And having that hard evidence – in terms of preseason games to back up those opinions, it's going to be great content to follow. Oh, Perhaps yeah. from us, too. I like to overreact. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like it's to fun. tweet shit at – I used to like to tweet shit at Pat McAfee. Um, <laughs> I uh, retweeted Dave uh, Dave Damashek today. He made a pretty funny Deshaun Watson joke. And then some of my followers started giving Dave shit for <laughs> no reason. Stop it, guys. Don't fuck with Dave. He's putting out gold. Dave's like killing Twitter right now. Did you see his his Baywatch tweet? Uh, Oh, about the Nebraska uniforms? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, I'm like, man, he's he's on it. He he had like the Ryan Fitzpatrick thing was great. She's like... Yeah, I really respect his Twitter game right now. So yeah, uh, he he just has like an angle on things that no one else. You, you couldn't get it from anyone else, basically. Yeah. Why like why did why is that the connection you made, Dave? But it works. Yeah, Dave is who I think I am mind. in my head on Twitter. <laughs> and he he posted a video of him from back in the day interviewing kevin costner in in anticipation of draft day the great movie draft day yeah and he he played catch with kevin costner on the set of nfl network wow that's really what i aspire to and kevin costner throws it hard yeah costner throws darts i remember john c Riley talking about that on conan catching for <sighs> costner He's like, I didn't like it. I told him to stop throwing oh, so right. hard, he was, and he wouldn't. <laughs> he was the catcher in, uh, in for the love of the game. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a pretty good movie. And not Dave bad. tweeted that the Natural was the best baseball movie, not Field of Dreams. And no, I'm an, neat. I'm a natural guy. Like my uh, first visual effects class in college, I did like an AMC movie night promo for Mm -hmm. the jerk and i did another one for the natural uh because at the time i was like the natural is fucking awesome like i love this movie (laughs) it is good it is good it's funny that michael madsen just dies halfway through the movie (laughs) crashing into the outfield wall (laughs) (laughs) oh that's right it's like it's really a funny thing that happens in a pg movie yeah i mean Uh, but the best baseball movie is, come on, it's Moneyball. Moneyball's good. It's Moneyball. Moneyball's really a film, my friends. That uh, is a film. I, it's hard to compare those two because they're not really similar movies. They're just baseball movies, but in totally different ways. Yeah, it's like one is a baseball movie, one is about baseball. Yes. I'll let you figure out which is which. <laughs> Perfectly I'll probably said. always be a major league guy. A uh, huge yeah, rookie of the year guy. I loved yeah. that movie as a kid. Yeah. 
like Gary I wanted Vee. that to happen to me. Like I wanted to break my arm and then magically have super arm strength. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't do like a, a football spinoff. Oh yeah. That'd be, that'd be kind of cool. Maybe we should do that. Maybe we should write that movie. Yeah. That'd be good. And he, he takes over for Patrick Mahomes. But as we're learning uh, with NFL quarterbacks, throwing the ball hard, that's pretty it's easy. Good. Knowing oh. when to throw it hard is what really separates the good quarterbacks and the guys who are going to struggle. And I think Demarius Thomas, I saw Vic Lombardi interviewing Demarius Thomas at the Hall of Fame game. They were talking about Peyton Manning. And yeah. Vic was like asking DT about Peyton, like what it was like when he got there, what he learned from him and how he made him better. And he was like, like, I remember running around and as soon as I turned, the ball was like right there. And he was like, I knew right then, like that dude was, he's like, I knew he was different before we even played a single snap together. He's like, but when I ran my first route and the ball was right there, and it was catchable. That's when I knew he's like Peyton threw such catchable balls. He's like, they weren't like whizzing in there when they didn't need to be like, <laughs> he was yeah. talking about that. And one of the things people have talked about with Teddy Bridgewater, I think it was specifically like Jerry Judy was talking about Bridgewater throwing like very catchable balls in training camp. And there was that little uh, flub by Noah Fant to, <laughs> basically said teddy's more accurate and he caught him like he started yeah, to like, say he's like not, I mean, not I don't mean more accurate, accurate but, yeah but like <laughs> it doesn't like i it doesn't mean like drew doesn't have potential to be better than teddy but like those yeah, guys know is more, is more accurate i mean that's not yeah, like and uh, crazy to put out there i remember watching joe flacco throw short passes like it's and he was just throwing them too hard and not accurate. Like, why is the, why are you not good at that? And it, <laughs> the good quarterbacks do right. all of those things. So I think like a soft touch to the ball, uh, an underrated characteristic of a good quarterback might be like why maybe Mac Jones turns out to be the second best QB drafted. Like maybe yeah. he doesn't have the best arm strength, but it looks like he throws really catchable balls. Like Drew Brees never had great arm strength, but the ball was always in the right place. Like, even Tom Brady, you're never talking about his arm strength, but the ball's always right fucking there. Uh, and one more thing to clarify, because I tweeted the uh, Aaron Rodgers throwing it into the net with Tom yeah. Brady in the CGI. Did I already address this? Uh, I don't remember, so address it again. Okay. I was like, Brady's, not even Brady's CGI team could do this. And I was referencing the video where they, his, his fucking social media people literally yeah. made a fake video about him throwing the ball into the jug machine. I wasn't even like trying to be mean spirited to Brady, but man, did it bring out the fucking Brady penis jerkers everywhere on Twitter. Yeah. Just they took like, a break from the Barry McCockner comment section to jump in. Yeah. Ears. I was, I was making a literal reference to something that happened. So, oh, where's where's Aaron Rodgers rings at? And then somebody said something about like Rodgers. And I was like, you mean the MVP season that he just had? 
And the dude's like, yeah, have fun with all of those. And I was thinking like, you sh- yeah, you should. Like when a guy plays Probably. Probably maybe will. some of the best quarterback I've ever seen, like that's the whole point of watching. Like if you can't enjoy that, whether you win the Super Bowl or not, you're missing the fucking point of watching football. Uh, yeah. I would kill to have Drew Locke have an MVP season and the Broncos lost in the playoffs at this point. You know what I mean? I would be so... Who would you kill? It would suck. Like, Packers fans, I'm sure, still hurt, but they're not... Like, they enjoyed that season, man. Yeah. It doesn't take away from what Rodgers did. I wasn't even trying to, like, fully shit on Brady, but uh, I just wanted to say, like, wasn't to Brady's career, as to an actual, literal thing. It was bugging me. I just wanted to get it off my chest, as I do on this show. I'm I'm glad you addressed that. Finally, uh, my dad got tricked by that Brady video. Dude, I did it first too. It, I mean, it takes, you know, a little bit of critical thinking to be like, how would a jugs machine, which sp- the gears spin outward to push the ball, how how would that catch? football how could you lodge a football in between those two spinning wheels you would have to have john elway type arm strength yeah which and he doesn't he does not so i don't doubt that brady could slide a ball in there if the jug machine was off uh, he's not gonna do it like two or three times in a row like that i don't happened. yeah i don't think he could do it even with it off see you have to throw it with such velocity. I remember when I was a kid watching one of the Broncos uh, VHS videos, and it was about Broncos receivers trying to learn to catch at the velocity John Elway threw. And they're like, we turn the jug machine to the highest setting to practice. And they're like, that's not as hard as Elway throws it. Like he throws it harder than that. Yeah, I, was, I guess as a kid, cool. I was like, that's so cool. Now I'd be like, dude, Elway, just chill. <laughs> dial it back so your receiver's hands aren't bleeding every time you throw the ball. <laughs> yeah. God, think, Matt, just think of how many like broken fingers they had. And that was like probably before gloves too. Yeah. Good God. They're, all those poor guys, it's like their fingers are probably bent 90 degrees. Yeah. Oh, they all got the balding or sideways finger. Yeah, <laughs> they all have like scars on their chest from when it went through their hands. What they call that getting tattooed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, baby. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I think you made it through another podcast. You made it. John L.A. played his whole career without an ACL and... Good night. Damn. Good luck. Oh, yeah, Witter, Will's Twitter uh, bio... Good night and good luck. <laughs> Love yeah. it. Yeah. Company man. Company man. Damn it. It's everyone's favorite time of the year. Christmas? Oh, no, no. Not Christmas. College football season, baby. And to celebrate DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app is putting new players in the center of the action with $200 in free bets instantly if you bet $1 or more on any college football game 
any, and there are a lot coming to your eyeballs soon. So take advantage of this limited time offer now. You heard right, DraftKings is giving new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more on any college football game, no matter what. So head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now to check out all of the great promotions and daily odds boosts that they are offering. DraftKings Sportsbook is safe, secure, reliable, located right here in the US of A, so it's easy, so it's easy to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR, DNVR to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any college football game. Again, code DNVR to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gotta be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.